Good morning. I'll wait for y'all to come in. morning welcome to the teachers 30 days of prayer we have your journals getting ready getting ready it look like this or look something like this we're on day 16. He's working all things out. Yes, I will lift you high in my lowest valley. Yes, I will bless your name. Yes, I will sing your joy in my heart. You know, it's very important to have a routine in your mornings. Very important to have a routine in the morning one of my routines is after i listen to a little bit of word um i listen to a little bit of my um conservative uh things that are going on in the world in our nation and then before i get my day really started i do some worship to the lord and sometimes, like this morning, I'm dancing unto the Lord. Okay, I'm sure you want me to get on with the devotional, but I will. <laughs> but anyway, good morning, everybody. God morning to you. So our scripture today, I still want to finish this song. Stand against. Yes, I will. That song is called Yes, I Will. Yes, I will. Okay, let's get going. Day 16, halfway done. So, our scripture comes from Titus 2 and 3 through 5. And it says, Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live. Do not be slanders, addicted to much wine. But to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and their children and to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their husbands so that um, no one will malign the word of God. Um, a lot of what we've been learning lately, lately is about how our conduct um, may make Jesus look or God look. And so, so in all things, we're to be examples. And so 
this is speaking today is speaking more to people that are working at home. And then I'm going to talk to more of some entrepreneurs because um, they kind of gave us a cross reference with this for Proverbs, of Proverbs 31 woman. So this woman, even there is saying um, to teach. So even there as a person that's um, a little older, Titus in Titus is still saying, likewise, teach the older women to do this. And so people that have already had experience that, that have already have lived this life is saying, teach them uh, to be reverent in, in the ways they live. And so we can't always expect that people always know what to do. We have young people that come to Christ. We have, you know, um, young adults that come to Christ. We have middle-aged people that come to Christ. And then we have some people that come to Christ at the end of their life. So we don't always want to assume that everybody knows everything that we do. I am still really learning. And, you know, and most of you know that I just graduated with my doctorate in education, um, my PhD in education in December. But I've been thinking about and praying about whether I need to go back, go to school for theology. My first degree is in biblical counseling, so I learned a little bit of theology, um, but not a whole bunch. And so I want to be able to know what I'm doing when I'm bringing the word to you. A lot of the studying needs to be done on your own. But, you know, I also want to make sure that I'm getting a good ground, full gospel um, knowledge. And so then the rest of it says, you know, mainly to be an example, you don't want to be, teach them not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach, uh, to, to, for them to teach what is good. Then they can urge younger women to love their husbands and children. And so this is a thing. Throughout my years, and I am in my 40-somethings, you know, I've, I've met many people. I've met, you know, many people here and there. And I, I thank God that even when I was not living for him, I had strict guidelines that I would never date somebody who was married or touch something that belonged to somebody else, not on purpose anyway. I've had, you know, men lie, which I think that sucks because that takes away your choice. But the, the, the older women, to teach the older women, one, the older women have to be taught to teach the younger women to be faithful to their wives. And so when I would see people go after other people's husbands, I'm like, dude, why would you want something that belongs to somebody else? Well, what does this have to do with our teacher's teaching guide? I realized looking through, through some of the, the analytics on YouTube that I have different people looking at this stuff. It's not just teachers, it's business people. It's um, people that are just being friendly and, and following me and that are subscribed. And um, so a lot of this, you know, it's also about people that are having to work in their home. And so at this time, we did have a lot of women working in their home. But it's funny because when this is kind of cross-referenced with some other stuff, as I was studying, it went, told me to go to, to Proverbs 31. And I find this very interesting. A lot of people have heard of this Proverbs 31 woman. And this Proverbs 31 woman is this 
I ideal of a woman that women should strive to be. Now, this Proverbs 30 woman is not somebody that just sits at home and does nothing. I'm going to start at verse 16. So if you have your Bibles, write in your journals. And if you don't have your Bibles, write in your journals, Proverbs 31. And we're going to start at 16. And I'm going to go all the way to 24. It says, she considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. So it's talking about out of her earnings. That means she was making money somewhere. So this Proverbs 31 woman was kind of business-minded, like with the finances she had coming in. And so um, 17, she sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong with tasks. The woman's been working. It sounds like she stays busy. She's staying in good shape. 18, she sees that her trading is possible, uh, profitable and her lamp never goes out. That means that she's her bills are always paid. Um, her trading is profitable, so she's making good investments. 19, and I'll just read it all the way through and then just go back. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps uh, uh, the spindle in her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected in at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies merchants with sashes. This is a hardworking woman. Not only is she standing behind her man making sure that he looks good, she is also out there working. So how does this relate to teaching or um, some other things? Well, this woman, so a lot of us teachers, I for one, if I could, I wish that I could homeschool. I really do. But I can't. I wish that I could afford to put my kids in private school, a Christian, a good Christian private school, but I can't. And so a lot of times I find myself doing like little extra jobs, picking up extra jobs from the school district or whatever that I can do to make, um, try to make some ends meet. But then still on the other hand, I also try to support my community. I've learned lately that, you know, my community used to be in Houston. And so there were so many resources. I do single parent support groups parenting classes and people will be calling me all the time. Can you start a group here? Can you smart start a group here? Can you start a group here? And um, I moved to the country now and those opportunities aren't flooding me. So I'm like, what can I do? Well, I kind of learned that I probably need to support my church a little bit more, you know, as God, God is calling me out to speak other places to tell my testimony, which that is fun. And I'm always available, not always, but put you on the calendar. But, um, I, I try to stay busy and some people are like, Oh, Tyra, you know, you, how do you have time to do all this? Cause you like to do strip club outreaches. I do. I love to tell my testimony. I used to not tell my testimony at all before I graduated. I may would I, I probably would tell my testimony one on one, um, not to the public, 
because I was still a little ashamed, but you know, the Lord has brought me through so much and we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So now I do, I, I tell my story and I, with no regrets at all, because God has done so much for me and I want to continue to do so much for him. And so last week I was making one of these videos with a friend. I love to do it in conjunction with somebody else. So we can talk about the scripture that we have. Uh, and she asked me, she's like, how do you find time to do all that? You do all this stuff and it's always good stuff. I say, and it was kind of, I was kind of joking. I said, you know what? All this stuff that I do is um, kept me off of drugs for 17, 18 years. <laughs> and so I, you know, I stay busy and I'm always wanting to, you know, to be, to do something to help, you know, and I've started a lot of stuff that have taken off that other people have taken over and taken off. It was so neat because I started the single parents ministry in a nonprofit back in 2009. And now to see what's going on with that, now that has become a thing where that goes around the country you know, I don't have any hands in it, but it's going around the country, uh, single parent uh, conferences and stuff. And you know, that was that's what I had a dream for to do that. And so, and I've just watched and seen how that spread. And so now my thing is making prayer journals right now, a little hobby that I have, and um, doing a few planners, mainly inspired by my kids and. Um, T being a teacher, so I'm making the teach, teacher planners and publishing those and some stuff for my kids. So with these older ones, and I also have some daughters, people that call me um, that say I'm like their mom. I've also have these daughters that I've developed and that I I I can't cancel. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, counsel and that I try to keep on the same right path and um, some that help me with the little projects that I like to do, or I go help them with their projects that, you know, God has put placed on their heart when I have time. But I've also learned that there had to be a balance. And with this and with the Proverbs 31, she's doing these things to help bringing income to her family but she's also taking care and making sure her husband is looking good and her husband. And I think my, I think my husband could only, will only have good things to say about the time that I spend with him and the effort I put into being his wife. At least he better have good things to say because I've made that a priority, but I also take care of my kids and love my kids. And, and so sometimes that's kind of a hard balance. I'm going to read the Titus scripture one more time. And then I have a couple more scriptures I'm going to give to you. And it seemed like that my discussion today is going towards mothers, but this, this has to do with fathers too. The demographics of everything in the United States has changed to where we have all these single parent homes. Um, it was one in four. Now it's like one in three. And, and that's not really a good thing. And so there's ways that our teachers, as a teacher, you know that that's a single parent home, then be that mother, be that father figure, you know, um, and give that extra love to that student. Churches, pastors, you know, you know that there's single parent homes, 
in um, your church, it, it would be a nice gesture to assign possibly a family that has a dad to be that figure for that person. And see, growing up, I grew up without a father. So did my brothers and sisters. So it wasn't just me. Um, my Their dad, like my baby sister, never even got to meet her father because he, he died while my mom was pregnant. So... My, I had a youth pastor, which is, you know, Pastor John out in Dickinson. A lot of times you hear me talk about my home church. My home church is in Dickinson. Um, every once a year, you know, I either talk to them on the phone to let them know what I'm doing or, you know, I go to visit because my mom goes to that church. But I'm grateful. Hey, Brother Omar, how are you doing? Omar is the bomb hairstylist to celebrities in Houston. Joe Omar, <clears throat> amazing, 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 amazing. One day he did me, got a hold of me, and I looked like I was in my 20s. And I'm not in my 20s. <laughs> so, so, so how, so when we're talking about this person that's taking care of their home, but also making good investments, and also taking care of others, being that father figure, being that mother figure. Thank you, thank you, Joe. Love you, Joe. Um, so how does that carry on? In education, you know, people always talk about, okay, when a kid is acting up, well, where's a father? One, that's not a good question to ask a mother that's struggling and trying to do it by herself. That's just a little advice. But those aren't the kids that I've seen that have had the worst uh, problems in school. Now, there are rejection issues. There are things that some of those kids have to you know, overcome, especially if there's no father at all. But the very, uh, the severe cases that I've seen with students, and you know that I'm a behavior specialist, and so I deal with the, 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 the most severe behavior in, in school districts. So the most severe are the ones that did not have mothers, or the mothers that were strung out and never at home, or the mothers that would leave them. Those are the, the those are the behaviors that I that 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 were the worst. The ones that did not have mothers, and and so that's saying a lot. And so, and the Bible says a lot about you know what a mother should be doing and stuff. And times have changed, but I find it very interesting that this proverbs. 31 that was written before the New Testament, but we all have Proverbs, and you know, you have Proverbs that come from different religions and different things, and a lot of some of them will even say the same thing in different words. My concern is only, you know, what my God has said, but this, this Proverbs woman, she considers her fields and buys it. She's making good investments. She she's worked. It says that that her body is, is strong. She's been working out. She's keeping herself looking good. She's budgeting correctly. Her lights never go off. 
and um, she opens her arms to the poor. So she's not out there talking about people. She's doing something about it. And so that's one thing about people that like to talk about people or talk about some somebody that doesn't have something or talk about problems and issues that's going on in our country, in your church, in your school. If you're talking about issues, issues you better have a way to fix that issue or an idea on how to fix it because it's easy to talk about problems but if you don't have a solution maybe you shouldn't be talking about it i'm sorry that was kind of harsh maybe that was coming up from some issues but anyway i got it out and it's over now and so she and it talks about how her kids kids you know, they're all taken care of. They're all, you know, the merchants. And then what she does for her husband, she's making him look good. You know, she's she's taking the time and does it. So she's busy. She's not just home sitting on the couch. And so for, and, and I'm not, please know that anything I ever say that it's in love, you know, and I, I make jokes and stuff like that. But if you're called to be at home and to work at home, that is not an easy job. And if you're a Proverbs 31 woman, then you're doing a whole bunch of stuff. You're, you're doing a whole bunch of stuff. You know, you're working with your church, you're working with the community, you're teaching your kids. And so I'm going to, I'm going to go with that. My video is already going on 21 minutes. And so if you're watching this, you're probably, you're probably getting ready for school and I'm going a little long. But, you know, and as far as the businessman, you have things to do as well. You're watching your investments. You're taking care of your family. You're loving your wife. Ephesians 5.22 says, Wives, submit yourself to your own husband as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife and Christ is head of the church. His body is which, um, the body of which is the Savior. Now the church submits to Christ. Also, the wife just submits to her husband and everything. But then it talks about the husbands. Love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Christ died for us. And so, husbands, you are to lay down your lives for your wife, for your family, and just like Christ has done it for us. Um, and then it goes on about the washing of hands, and then it talks about how we ought to uh, treat our children. Um First Peter three one wives in the same submit to your own husbands, um, and then husbands you need to make sure that you're submitting to your own wives, and so that's it. And that's so that kind of went left on my teaching devotional for teachers, and but I know that a lot of entrepreneurs have joined in on this, and so that's great. I have something for you. But I'm going to end the day, and I hope you have a wonderful day at work, whether you're watching this at night or watching this in the morning. And so I'm going to finish with prayer. Father, I just thank you for everybody that's joined in on live that will see this later or that will see this down the road on YouTube. Father, I pray blessings over the people that um, are joining in. And I pray blessing. You know, I pray that you bless their hands, Father. Bless their hands, Father, in the work that they do, Father. Father, I ask you to make them great as they continue to make your name great. Father, I thank you for um, for 
for placing us in the positions that we need to be in. And I've asked you to open the correct doors that we need. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye, y'all. Alexa, play Yes, I Will. Y'all have a wonderful, blessed, blessed day, and I'll see you on day 17. I can't